I've been browsed. Treading water that they drown. My head on a swivel. Yeah. It's only really my surroundings. Hello and welcome to episode 115 of the Smash Accept podcast. I'm your host, Michael Royer. You can find me on Twitter at Dynasty underscore DadFF. And we got a, a fun show planned out here for you tonight. Uh, a lot of injury news, a lot of things. But I mean, right now, we're in week 15, right? This is time for the playoffs. No better person to talk to than Playoff John or All In John himself. How you doing, brother? So good to be here. This is it. This is crunch time. You know, grab a bottle of Maalox. It's going to start getting wild. These these things that we see every year, that trip to the ship, it's going to be a lot of fun. I also want to just wish happy holidays to everyone out there. It's great to be here with Dynasty Dad mixing it up here today. Dude, and I got, I got the Christmas colors on. I'm ready to yeah, go you fresh off our work party. Festive. You know, and, John, you, you said get the Maalox out, you know, and I, I think – the biggest thing for me this year, and you know, I put a tweet out there about it, is like being able to share the formula that you, myself, and Mung have come right. up with to mm-hmm. get you guys into the playoffs. I can't tell you how many messages I got. Dad, I love the advice that you gave me. I got I made the playoffs this year and this is where I'm at. Or Dad, you know, you and, and John and Mung keep talking about this. I am no longer sitting in the middle. I have the one oh one and you know, I, I put the tweet out there, seventeen leagues, fourteen playoffs, mm-hmm. eleven buys. Three rebuilds, 101. Like 17 for 17. This is just a beautiful Incredible. year. Congrats. I know your John's, your 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 teams are the same way, and it's yeah. just like I, I, the tweet that Zoltan gave me was I, I thought fantastic. He put, uh, you know, number one piece of advice in Dynasty is avoid the treadmill of mediocrity, and no one does this better than than the Dynasty dad. And this is what we really wanted to do is, and I love the term he used, the treadmill of mediocrity. Because mm-hmm. what we're really talking about is, and I, I came back with the gift, if you ain't first, you're last. You know, like we want to be in that That's top three or bottom three. And I think so many of you guys over the last year have really bought into that and understand that that really is the way to win in Dynasty, John. And I know, I know, you know, you, myself, Adam, uh, you know, all the guys, and Mike, Nerd Boy, all those guys, we we have so many shares of the 101 from our punts. And mm-hmm. I know we're just going to continue to hit that all year long. But, I mean, if you're not in that spot, guys, you're really selling yourself short, really want to go all in for that championship, or really want to push the chips all the way out, you know, and try to get that 101. And I think that's something that, you know, I got to congratulate you as well because I know you're in that same boat. Yeah, definitely. That's where you have to be. That's what we're all about here. It's smashing. It's so good to see that, you know, it's like accountability time. You're looking at your teams and yeah, across all my dynasty leagues, I'm either right there with the 101 and a couple of punts or in the playoffs, first round buys, those kinds of things. Such a good feeling when it all pays off. And, you know, it's great to hear from a lot of listeners that are picking this up, that are running with the formula, learning from guys like Dynasty Dad and Mung and, and the crew. And seeing the results, that's what, what it's about. We do want to produce results here. And this year, more than ever, it's definitely looking like that. And in Smash 5, I'm definitely locked in on the 101. And uh, really, once the dust settles there, actually have five of the top six picks and could be the um, top uh, seven of the top eight, looks like, yeah. possibly for me. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be exciting all off season. I mean, I, I know yeah. – 
I, your, your threads have been catching on fire. I alluded already to Zoltan's. His are fantastic as well. And this just, I'm so mm-hmm. excited for the off season. Me and I, I keep seeing that meme More of like the guy yeah. walking with his girlfriend talking about the 22 fantasy playoffs, but then he's turned around looking at the, the 23 101. And we just want yeah. B. John. I traded for, uh, I traded the 102 and Traylon Burks for the 101 and Juju on a team that's all in. And at the time, I was like, I don't need a quarterback. Well, guess what? This is Christmas time, but sometimes the Grinch shows up. And, oh, and he is a mean one. You know, he really was a mean one for the injury bug on Monday night, right? I mean, I messaged, one guy messaged me. He's like, hmm. Dad, I needed two points from Kyler and Ramondre Stevenson and didn't get it. And I just, that, that would break your heart to not make the playoffs because of that. But, I mean, let's talk. We lose Kyler Murray, and this yeah. is horrible. You know, he's QB8 on the season. Uh, he was my cur- mm-hmm. current QB7 in Dynasty. A guy that for the last, actually the entire season, I mean, you traded him to me in Smash 1. I was like, I moved Kyler for Jalen Hurts yeah. plus. And then at, all off season, we've been just saying, I was screaming that out. Sell Kyler Murray for this plus. And you never want to do it based off of injury. He played well. Uh, but even two months ago, I put a tweet out there just saying, hey, I would be willing to take Cousins in a 23 first, Tua and a 24 first, Fields in a 23 second, yeah. Lance, get some of those insulation here or even pay up a second to get a Burrow or Herbert or, or someone like that. And this is this is gut-wrenching. I mean, like losing Kyler Murray, I only have one share left, um, and it is painful because I have him and, and Josh Allen. I'm like, I'm ready to roll for the playoffs, right? This team is loaded. And – this is just devastating, right? I mean, let's first talk about Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we got he. It's verified. It's a torn ACL. You know, mm-hmm. we're in a situation now where, at best, maybe, maybe we see him by midseason next year. You know, like this is right. a That's part a situation here where it. I have so many DMs. This week has just been, Dad. I need to know what to do with Kyler Murray and John. This is your opportunity here, like. We talk about wanting to be in that all-in bracket, about being a playoff team. So let's first talk about that. You're in the playoffs. You lost Kyler Murray. Hopefully you don't have a trade deadline. That's why I absolutely hate trade deadlines. And if you have a trade deadline and you're a commissioner, make it Thursday before the game. If you make it Monday, if you make it like Saturday right before the, the games and you lose Kyler Murray, then you have that team that deserves a shot is out of it. But how are you taking this from a contender standpoint? You got to figure out what am I going to do to replace Kyler Murray, which is darn near impossible to do right now as the QB eight. Yeah, this is, we talk so much about these injuries on the pod and how to handle these things. And so for those that are regular listeners, you know how to handle these types of things. If you're contending, you really do need to try and get something here. You need to move off of Kyler and you need to get 75, 80% of that production back. Right now, there's multiple ways you can do that. You could go for the cheap QB option and get another player that you can throw in a flex or right in your starting lineup that can help you make up some of those points that you need every week to contend. Um, you're, you're very likely going to need some type of QB. So, again, if you start with some of those cheaper QB alternatives, you could be looking at someone like Jared Goff, uh, could be Purdy, could be Mike White. Who has mm-hmm. a nice matchup here? Well, and I um, love you said Purdy. I love that. You know, obviously we have their doubts here, but there's a situation here where, you know, he has the matchup against Tampa Bay. 
I yeah. think this could be a situation where there's definitely he he looked good. I mean, you he know, did. I know Great he was Mr. Chance. Irrelevant, but I mean, he looked good in that situation. You got Mike White. Mike White goes up against Detroit. Detroit has been super giving to that quarterback yeah. position and a lot of people when I when I message and those were the two guys that I was like, "Hey, if you want to go real cheap, you know, and and even if Huntley, you know, clears mm-hmm. concussion protocol and comes out there, you know, they're they're three cheap streaming options." But man, it doesn't feel good, you know, right? You're no, in the playoffs doesn't. and you're trusting three guys that you just kind of throwing up there. For me, mm-hmm. that that guy that we've talked about, those Aaron Rodgers, those Tom Brady's, they they're not yeah. there right now, aside from Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. I think Kirk Cousins okay. is still that okay. guy where I think you can buy on the cheap, you know, maybe you give a twenty four first for Kirk Cousins. You know, like, because that mm-hmm. is someone who's going to go out there week in and week out and give you borderline QB1 production. But you know what you need. You know, like you know those situations. Yeah. And those right. are those those cheap fixes. John, I, I got to talk about Kyler because I am in a situation right now. I'm the two seed. Luckily, I have the bye. You know, okay. out of those 14 yeah, playoff teams, 11 of them are in the bye. So I just get to sit back and chill a little bit. Beautiful. But Kyler Murray, I, I, I go out there and I say, all right, you know – if you don't have a trade deadline, six of you are in the playoffs, six of you aren't. So those six that are, they're clearly not going to want Kyler Murray. So I go to the guy that's in dead last, and I say, hey, man, let's right, let's start right. talking. You know, he says, at best, I'd give you the 110. I was like, well, that ain't going to work. He's rebuilding, you know, and, and I think we're going to talk about the rebuild portion of that in a little yeah, bit. Right. So then I go to the guy that's in second, and I said, hey, you got Jalen Hurts. You know, like Jalen Hurts and Kyler were pretty close. I'm going to give you Pittman and Kyler Murray. Smash decline. Said, absolutely not. You know, so then I'm working my way through. And I, right now, the best option I got on the table is Aaron Rodgers and, and DeAndre Hopkins. You know, and it just feels like a big drop-off. But you got to almost move back into a tier, right? Or move yourself up. I started looking into, yes. you know, in that league. I said, oh, man, the guy that has Joe Burrow isn't in the playoffs. Maybe I can add Kyler Murray plus, you know, and that's going to probably cost you a 23 first, but at least you're not going backwards. You know, you're not going into a situation right. where you're going to have to replace that quarterback position again next year. Um, it, it's mm-hmm. just, it's hard to come up with a scenario where with Lamar Jackson out, with Kyler Murray out, with the quarterback position in such disarray of it's yeah. a top 10 to 12 who are good and then there's just a lump of let's figure it out, you know. And I, I've, yeah. I've tried drastically in that league to go from Geno, you know, from, okay. from Kyler right. to Geno plus a 24 first, you know. And I, I want to move back into that area because then again, Geno got has San Francisco, so it's like we got to navigate off Kyler in that situation if you're a contender. Hopefully, the cheapest option you can go is you go offer that 24 first for Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins puts up 25, you're ready to go. Yeah, if you can't upgrade, that was where I was about to go to by packaging any picks that you still have, certainly at first with Kyler and getting into that top 10, 12 range. You know, are you going to be able to find a, a team that's not competing that that doesn't still like Kyler, that has time in their rebuild to afford maybe some games missed? And again, we're going to talk about this on the other side, but it will actually help the rebuilding teams lower their mm-hmm. potential points starting in the 2023 season. So it is very appealing, right? So I and can you can you find somebody that might be willing to deal Trevor Lawrence uh, as, a, as a possibility? He's been doing really yeah. well. Could you package something there and get that kind of a deal done? 
that's going to be more appealing than you know one of these cheap options. But when again, it, you have to you're find have to something add up. to replace. You're going to have to add in for Lawrence because Lawrence has been hot. I mean, I'm looking at you will at DTC yeah. right now, and I mean, Allen, Mahomes, Hurts, unquestioned top tier, Burrow, Lamar, Herbert. Those are your next three. They still have Kyler at seven, but I mean, yeah, I I, I feel like this is only going to drop. I mean, I Justin Fields is at eight. I would rather have Fields. Lawrence is at nine. I think I, I mean I'm still rather having Lawrence. Two was at ten and Watson eleven, Dak at twelve. Dak. And yeah, if I could do that, I, I think you're gonna have to add onto Kyler for any of those. In this, you know, you got to pay up to win, and those are at least keeping you in that same tier, same area, you know. And I think right. we have to look at where is Kyler Murray gonna be. I mean, in startups, I know, I, as crazy as it sounds, I know a bunch of people doing them right now because they got oh, rookie wow. fever, That's and ballsy. I know a guy messaged me. He took Kyler at one ten. That pick is, it's yeah. only going to drop. Oh, I mean, it painful. is only going to drop. You know, we thought Trey Lance was in that situation. Now mm-hmm. we're moving way, way back into that there. And it's just, it's a tough, it's a tough blow. It's going to be hard to navigate, but we're here for you. Hit us up mm-hmm. on that, you know, the entire process. The thing that you and I were talking about is we got to look at this as a rebuilding team, right? We yes. talk about our rebuild, which is still one of our most popular episodes, talking about how to rebuild, and it's a two-year process, right? So if I go buy Kyler Murray right now, I am, you know, if I'm in year one of that rebuild, you know, if I'm mm-hmm. I'm just starting to put it together, okay, you know, I can see doing Kyler Murray. If you're starting to refine that, that's not the guy you want, but we talk about step three is that splash trade. Now is that time where if you have, you know, a Lamar Jackson, if you have a guy um, that's, I mean, who else is in that? Even if you have some of those guys that we were talking about, uh, you know, Tua or anything in that range, yeah. if you can get Kyler Plus, now is the time to make that splash trade and put yourself into rebuild to put yourself in an area where you're going to get that 24-101 because the 23-101 is insane with Bijan. But let's be honest, the 24 class looks really, really good as well. It, it really does. And we just saw the Heisman Trophy get awarded to Caleb Williams, who's going to be in that 24 class. And we've, we've seen some other up and coming guys. I really like Quinn Ewers out of Texas. And uh, there's, a, there's a, a number of others that are going to be solid in that class. And I, I really, I'm starting to come around a little bit, even in the, the QB three for the 23 class, everybody talks about Bryce Young. Okay. And CJ Stroud, and it's going to take a, most likely a top three super flex pick to get one of those guys. Mm-hmm. But Anthony Richardson, I'm really starting to come around on him. The more film I've seen on him, I really like what he's been able to do in the pocket. Apparently, the NFL still loves Will Levis. So there's actually yes. going to be a couple of other QBs that are very likely going to get first-round draft capital from what we're hearing at this point in the process, leading up to, of course, all the off-season workouts, the combine, et cetera. There's a lot of buzz on a couple of these other QBs you might be able to get with the first-round pick. So – the, the, the upcoming QBs are going to continue to really um, change the landscape of the NFL. Then there's there's so many teams that are desperate for another QB. So all is not lost, right? Uh, I just I really like the idea of a rebuilding team. This is no question about it a buying opportunity for Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you were just talking about how, you know, to quote the the Grinch. People don't want to touch him with the 39 and a half foot pole. And I look, I don't understand why. I mean, he, he will eventually get back. This is an ACL. We see time and time again, P 
people do come back from that and get back to 100%. Yes, I understand that he does rely on his rushing capability, but at this stage, there's no reason to believe that he won't be able to get back there. So, you know, I, I think that Kyler certainly is more cuddly than a cactus. <laughs> I think that you really ought to go out there. And I mean, if he's going for late firsts in a startup now, um, wow, you, you could definitely capitalize on, I'd be putting packages together if I could. Maybe you were on a punt like mine in Smash 5 where you pretty much vacated QB, um, like except for, in my case, Deshaun Watson. Maybe I go shop and see if I can pull Kyler onto that team and um, you know position myself for success. If you have a lot of picks, maybe you float one of those for uh, a, you know one of these contenders and see if you can't get something. You know, the contender could always flip the pick. Just get mm -hmm. creative with this. Get those conversations going and see if you can you buy in for your rebuild. Well, and you know, in in my year one punt, I have almost all the the twenty three firsts, and someone approached me, and we're just talking Murray or the one hundred four. And I think mm -hmm. at this point, I want the 104. And I know that sounds crazy. Me too. But, yeah, me too. And, and I got these questions. I was talking to Nerd Boy last night. And he's like, hey, you want ET under the 106? Guys, if you're doing startups or you're doing anything right now, this is like the last week or maybe next week to get yeah. another 23 first in there because they Pretty are much. going to only go up in price. And I think Kyler Murray now with, with a torn ACL missing – a majority of 23 now, you, you look at a guy that's only going to depreciate in value here. It's kind of like, and it completely yeah. opposite, but Deshaun Watson, right? Deshaun Watson peaked up where he was a guy mm -hmm. that was worth two plus firsts. Then all of a sudden, you know, the season rolled around and people want to score points. And then he became cheap. Now he's starting to rise back up again. It right. looks like he's really shaking off some of that, you know, that rust. Mm -hmm. I would be kicking the tires with the Deshaun Watson owner because – if you just yep. look at the numbers, you're like, okay, week his first week back was bad. His second week yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great. But mm -hmm. you know what? It's it's I saw some flashes that it's starting to look like Deshaun Watson is bouncing back. So yeah, but if you're in that two year rebuild, give give an offer out there for Kyler Murray. You're gonna really, you know, get a huge benefit there down the stretch. He's twenty five yes. years old. This is not a guy who this is a guy who he is a QB one when he plays. But John, if you're talking about that 23 first, where is that cut off for you? Because yep. we know this class is phenomenal. You know, and we we've been talking, you and I, I, I put out a tweet trying to say who are those guys combined from last year and this year? Who are those guys, you know, in that 23 first, you know, class? Where do you draw the line of, you know what? No, I'm not gonna pay that for Kyler Murray right now because mm -hmm. it it gets a little bit dicey. Yeah, I think you already kind of started to go there. It, at a at the absolute best, well, I I have it, and so I have a tier two right now of one hundred four to one hundred nine. That's oh, wow. where I think Kyler kind of falls in there. There's a lot of players there. Mm -hmm. Now, you, what you need to also look at though here, if you do have those picks, is what are your team needs? Like, do you really need another solid running back? Are you going to maybe get Jameer Gibbs um, or Sean Tucker or Zach Evans? If you really need a wide receiver, and that's the priority for your team, you're going to have guys to choose from like Jordan Addison, Jackson Smith and Jigba or Quentin Johnston in mm -hmm. that same tier. But look, if you're, if you're okay and you have other picks or other pieces where you can fill in your, your starting running back and wide receiver positions, QB is the, the option. I'd be 
comfortable kind of getting into that 108, 109 range right now, given the market value. I think that's about kind of the tipping point in the mid first range mm-hmm. to go maybe make an offer for Kyler. Or you could, you know, you could go take another step down or package maybe the late first and a mid to late second and see if that might get it done. I, you know, I think that this class is so special that mm-hmm. I'm trying to avoid any of those top 23 picks. Again, they're only going to continue to appreciate yep. in value. And this is that point now where they're going to appreciate in value at a quicker pace, right? We just eliminated all these teams from the playoffs, right? So the demand will only continue to grow. So that's kind of where I'd be more comfortable right now. And based on some of the, what I'm hearing in the market right now, that seems reasonable for Kyler. And I, I think to go with that, one thing that I'm kicking the tires on is, is, you know, give me a 23 first in that range in Jared Goff. You know, give there me a go. 23 first yeah. and Derek Carr, who I think is a streaming, you know, back end QB1 this week, you know, and mm-hmm. you just go out there and you, you have mm-hmm. that option and now you have a reverse insulated, you know, you have the insulation of like, I got a guy to play right now who could put up points for me and I'll have that 23 first, which we know is going to appreciate where Kyler is going to depreciate for sure. Um, Yes. We got to talk about the other pieces here because right, you and sure. I own DeAndre Hopkins yeah. everywhere. Oh, I yeah. saw my man Sam Wagman has been on the show, Swagman95. He said the three weeks with Colt McCoy, we're looking at 10 catches on 14 targets yep. for 98, 9 catches for 12 targets for 91, 7 catches on 11 targets for 79. He goes out yes. there, he gets Denver this week. Who's you know pretty pretty stingy, but it's it's still DeAndre Hopkins, Tampa Bay, and then Atlanta, which is like that's a juicy matchup. John, mm-hmm. these are great signs. I know it's a small sample size, but you're looking at 11, 12, and 14 targets. And Colt McCoy is a smart quarterback. You know he might not yes. have the arm talent, but he's a guy that knows who his playmakers are. And you know at first glance, you're like Kyler's done. That means DeAndre Hopkins is going to fall off. You know, Hopkins this past week was 11 targets, 7 receptions, 79 yards. The volume is there. The scoring should be there. DeAndre Hopkins, are you firing him up still as a wide receiver one for the fantasy playoffs? Yeah, I am. I'm I'm actually not concerned about Nuke or James Conner. I think both those guys are going to be in a solid position. Um, and, and James Conner, I, I would actually upgrade after this news. Uh, but coming back to Nuke, he's gotten peppered with targets from Colt McCoy in every situation that we've seen. And if you go back and look at kind of the profile of Colt McCoy, you already kind of spoke to it, but he's a very accurate quarterback going back to his Texas days at, in his career, he actually set a record there on accuracy. And so he, what he likes to do is just get the ball out quick. He is a smart yeah. quarterback. He understands the system there under Kingsbury. And so who's he going to throw to? The guys that always get separation that always comes down with the ball in New Hopkins or his other option, which we already started to see check downs, James Conner. Yes. Actually, in week 14, James Conner, some people missed this, but he actually had seven targets, six yeah. receptions for well, 29. Just and that's what McCoy loss. does, right? I mean, 18, exactly. 18 for 20 on attempts for less than five yards, nine for yeah, 20 that's right. for attempts, you know, past five yards. So it's going to happen. Close to the line of scrimmage. James Conner is yeah. fired up as an RB1 for the back half of the season here. Because I no think, doubt. you know, you look at what he's been able to do. He Last year at this time, I know Mung and I did a pod where we were like, go out there and buy James yeah, Conner for a second. And people were doing it. And, dude, mm-hmm. y- you've had that production all year. Go buy him for a second now. You know, like, don't pay a first. 
Love but that. give up a second plus, and I think you get James Conner for the stretch run here, and it's a cheap way to go out there and really, you know, get yourself, in my opinion, a lock for 15 to 20 fantasy points, especially if you're in a PPC league, no better way than to take, you know, alleviate things for your quarterback, let James Conner run the ball, give him those dump-offs, get him out in space, you know, and I think that is going to be a, a recipe for success, and I'm happy because yeah. I have him everywhere. Okay, yeah, I, I, and I have him in a couple spots. And against a really tough New England D, too, on the ground, he did have 15 carries, 85 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, RB5 so if you can do that against Belichick, yeah, yeah you're, you're loving the situation. You just kind of got handed a gift. And, and look, if you want a piece of that Cardinals offense that you just lost, Kyler, maybe see if you can't get Colt for cheap and, and then go get James Conner, right? So that offense and what they're going to still contribute, you still have a piece – of that and that's that's something to maybe look at yeah and hollywood brown i think is also going to be in that area where you know more of a wide receiver three for me down the yeah, stretch i think he takes you know, it because hit. his game isn't as as friendly yeah, more downfield like colt mccoy exactly and i think yeah. that that hurts him a little bit more you know he's a little bit more of a a boom bust type player if you're in the playoffs and that's kind of what you're looking for. Uh, right, agreed. I think we definitely nailed on that. I think there there's a lot to talk about right now. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys. We talked about the quarterbacks. We talked about Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. John, this is the time of year, and we keep saying it. And it's it's Derrick Henry season. It's that time <laughs> for Derrick Henry. It is. I went out and bought yes, him in, in two leagues because now he's cheap. Right. You, there's a time. Yeah. There's a time every like at the end of the year where you get into this negotiation, John, where you have Derrick Henry and I'm in the playoffs and you're not. And I want to come to you and just say, hey, what do you want for Derrick Henry, right? And I think that there, there could be a good rapport set up here where most people, you have Derrick Henry, you think you're going to extort that person. But I think this is an opportunity here where you both get something out of this and you say, hey, bro, like this is it. Derrick Henry is going to be 29 you're not going to get more than this right now. And he's going to come back and say, you want that playoffs, you know, championship. You want that eternal glory. Derrick Henry just, he has a juicy, juicy, juicy yes, schedule he does. with the Chargers this week. He's projected at RB4. Last week he was RB7. He gets Houston, which, Houston. It, and, yeah. which he week is absolutely, he put up 43 fantasy points against them at over 200 yeah. yards. Yeah. And then Dallas, you know, in week 17. But I still say you go out there and you get Derrick Henry. I don't care if it's a late 23 first at this point. And I know that feels horrible. I'd rather give up a 24 first plus. But if you can go out there and get Derrick Henry and he's going to go win you that fantasy championship, you can buy picks later. Oh, you know how much I love him. We were, I was talking about him as, as a potential number one overall running back, and that's actually still a possibility. He's sitting at running back four right now, and this is when he really turns it on because teams, let's face it, they're getting worn down in the stretch here heading up to the playoffs, and in some cases, some of these teams may be trying to keep players fresh for the, their own playoffs in the NFL playoffs, and here comes Derrick Henry who's just – a man amongst boys and and just they they this is when Tennessee really wants to focus on the running game. This is their game. And so if you can get Derrick Henry in a deal for a, a team that's no longer contending, he really should be one of your top overall targets because again, it shouldn't take as much to pick him up. What what would you be willing to pay for Derrick Henry right now in terms of picks? 
That's what I'm, I, I'm saying 110 to 112, and I know that's, okay, you I'm talked right about yep. your tier ends at 9, and mine does too, and I think 110 to 112 puts me in a firm position where I, you know, I'm, I'm going to not, I'm going to really miss that, that area. You know, I'm going to really, when the draft comes around, it's not going to feel as good, but I think if I have that opportunity to go out there and win it and maybe I lost Ramondre Stevenson, maybe I lost, you know, one of these guys down the stretch that, that has been a huge difference maker. I think Derrick Henry's worth it. And yeah, you're going to lose. It's a, it's a depreciating asset, but we told you last year, last yeah, year yeah. to pay the 22 108 so if you bought him last year for the yeah. 108 you've had mm-hmm. him the entire year as your rb1 and now he's he's only moved back two picks in a better class he's lost no value now he will lose value next year you know and i think yeah because that's, that's his last year and exactly. on the contract that he signed in tennessee is, is is in 23 but yeah i really do like that and again the playoff schedule is really juicy houston in week 16 Dallas is a little scarier, but I just looked it up. Even the lowly Houston Texans this past week, I mean, Damian Pierce had 22 carries, 78 yards, and a touchdown yeah. on that defense. So that's a that's a, that's a a great one. I'm, I'm on board 110 or later for Derrick Henry. Yeah, and I think, you know, there there's a tricky thing to do in this position right now is Kenneth Walker's back at practice today, right? So Kenneth mm-hmm. Walker feels like a tricky situation against San Francisco. And I've been telling to a lot of people – I'm trying to trade back off in in a situation like that. We say it's a two okay. to three year window with the running backs. I'm trying to trade Kenneth Walker for a Josh Jacobs plus. Jacobs yeah, has been straight money, and you could mm-hmm. maybe get a a one two flip there because of Kenneth Walker and the way he is in there, and you're going to get that similar production. We want to insulate wherever you can possibly do it at that position. And I'm a little scared with that ankle injury. You know, what if he comes right. back out here and you know, like that's one thing for me when I'm in the playoffs. I'm really looking at I'm looking Reduce at the injuries the and I'm looking at I'm looking at the weather, you know, and we got to see where things yeah. are. So it's, there's a lot to really go in there, but I want my risk to be as minimal as possible and I want to go out there with that best team. Yeah, and and this is one where again, it, you really have to kind of come to grips with you're going to maybe make some painful moves for the mid to long term, but again, if you take down the ship, of course everything's worth it. Or even yeah. if you get in the money here, you, you finish second or third, you still have a piece like a Josh Jacobs that you can use into the and you future. you get that He's, first. You know, like that's yeah, where I'm – That's that's it. I'm in a situation right now, and I, I mean, I, I pitched it to Jacoby, and of course we know what he said. But I said, hey, man, like I got Travis Etienne, and we're talking about back-to-back duds, but his value still there. Guy yeah. offered me Jacobs straight for Etienne, and I'm just like, it. on the surface, you're losing value. But if you win that championship, it just it has a totally different feel. And he's only Jacobs is only twenty four years old. You know, like you're not he is going to head up this free agent class, him and Saquon Barkley, and maybe he goes somewhere even better. You know, like Jacobs could really go in there. And I think mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about that all offseason because you got you got Saquon, you got, you know, Jacobs, you got Miles Sanders, you got a lot of Tony Pollard, guys that are gonna be free agents, yeah. plus all these running backs. That's why I'm saying, John, I am trying to Play that's your advantage. as much running back value as possible, even now, you yeah, know, and, and move and, back and do. And, and this is a fantastic strategy for those of you that are rebuilding and, and just listen up on this one. Go take a look at the, who those free agent running backs are, because that's going to be perceived risk on someone else's roster. They don't know where Josh Jacobs is going to end up. Who knows where Miles Sanders ends up signing? So you mm-hmm. plant that seed. Hey. I want to use Miles Sanders right now in the playoffs. 
you get more of the assurance of a rookie pick where you know they'll have a role mm -hmm. on the team or whatever it may be and kind of sell them on look is miles sanders really going to have a workhorse role somewhere next year we have no idea but i know he's going to play in week 15 and 16 and 17. so yeah. i'm good to invest in that player you benefit by having a better asset yeah. for next year with a solidified role so look at that free agent running back list you just rattle off some of these guys that's a really interesting play yeah and i think miles sanders i i went out there and it got it got instantly rejected and i'm in one league where i'm i'm all in i offered my 24 first and he said no you know and i saw zeke's another guy i know in smash one mung traded him for a 23 and a 24 second because Zeke has put up back to back to back twenty point performances when you're talking FFP or points per Cowboys carry. offense is playing and, great, and that offense is just rolling. Speaking of which, I got, I made a trade today. Darren Waller. You know you got to look at your spots on your bench, right? I got in Smash mm -hmm. Four. I got Darren Waller. I got Cooper Cup. I got Matthew Stafford. They're all all sitting there on IR. Waller is not going to be back this week, and I'm not in the. I'm I don't have a buy, so I'm like. Man, I can't just sit here with Foster Moreau as my my tight end. So no, today sir. I gave up Waller and a 25 second because I have three of them for Dalton Schultz and a 25 third. Dalton Schultz now, you know, you're looking at since Dak has been back has been a mm -hmm. has been the tight end five. He's coming off and you know tight end four performance last week. He gets Jacksonville, who is one of the friendliest, if not the friendliest against the tight end and Dalton Schultz still doesn't have that name cachet where I think you can go get Dalton Schultz. I think you can get yourself in a situation yeah. where you get a guy that's going to produce there. And yeah, also a free agent, by the way. So, you know, you pitch that to exactly. the, the other team, right? And we don't know where he's going to be. I think this is an area where you can buy him because people are worried about Mark Andrews hasn't quite been himself, you know, coming back from injury and yep. the uncertainty at quarterback. Dallas Goddard is back at practice, but is he going to play this week, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Where Dalton Schultz is a guy that right now I'm I'm willing to fire him up as my tight end three for the week. You know, like that's how I bullish like that. I am there. Top three to five, you know, it's Kelsey. Then you're going to just start shooting around everything else there. I think you can get Dalton Schultz on the cheap. I did. I think you guys should too. Yeah, and one guy that you had been advocating for as a buy um, for, for a number of weeks was David Njoku. And mm -hmm. he, you know, he, he was banged up, missed a little time, but he's back, scored already with, again, Watson now at the helm. I do like that one as another potential buy. Um, Evan Ingram. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> he kind of he's he's blew up he there went, with Trevor. He went from tight end 18 to tight end 5 based off of that game. <laughs> and I amazing. went to a guy in, and I said, hey, man, I want to buy Ingram. He's like, dude, he's the tight end 5. You're going to have to pay up. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. You know, that's okay. the tight end landscape. Like that, huh? the, yeah. the tight end that I, I bought in Smash 2 for a 24 first, and I advocate every single one of you going out and just making that offer is, is Pat Fryermuth. Pat Fryermuth is the tight end five, and we have not had solid quarterback play for him. You know, that's like right. he has been fantastic down the stretch, and I think he is someone that's only going to continue to go up. We, I remember you and I were talking about this last year where it was like, I think you can get Pat Fryermuth in a 23 first for Kyle Pitts, and I was getting hate mail on that. People were flipping out on me. Right now, that is looking pretty, depending on you know where you were in that yeah. situation. You know what? I, I'd consider moving off of somebody like George Kittle or Darren Waller 
I've tried picking up Muth and uh, and maybe another asset, another pick, or something along He's, those lines. Most people value him actually above. About. And I'm in, I'm in a two tight end league, and okay. I made an okay. offer from to come off Mark Andrews for Muth in a first. That's how bullish I am on Friar yeah. Muth, and that's a two tight end league. I mean, that is a a huge premium. So I, I, I'm big on him. Okay. Um, yeah. There is a wide receiver out there who just this is the same as last year too. Tyler yep. Lockett. You could oh have had gosh, for a 23 it. second, and now he has he's gone out there. He is the wide receiver eight on the season. Wide receiver incredible. eight. Gino has made him just straight purr. I mean, you're looking at again yeah. every single week. He's up there. The, he's had one game since week two. One game under ten. The rest of them, you're looking at 19, 16, 27, 27, 17. Yeah, very consistent. And he plays San Francisco, who he put up against 19.7, you know, in in week two. Okay. And then he okay. gets KC, another shootout. Tyler Lockett is a guy you go to that that owner and you say, hey man, Tyler Lockett, right now, you know, he is going to be, what is he? He's 30 years old now. He'll be 31 next year. It's just going to mm-hmm. depreciate in value. Let me give you a 23 second and Nico Collins, you know, one of yeah. those kind of guys, you know, yeah. let me give you an Alex Pierce. Let me give you a, yeah, let me give you this guy and let's go get Tyler, Tyler Lockett and win the championship. Yeah. Maybe even stack him with Gino. Yeah. That's a, that's a great target just because it's not going to cost you as much. Uh, you know, some of these other wide receivers that we would normally love to throw in a lineup are going to be pretty pricey, especially in dynasty. Mm-hmm. So finding those kind of guys like a, a Tyler Lockett, you know, there's still guys like Christian Kirk that are still a little cheaper that you might be able to go pick up. Um, but yeah, I really like that as a target. Chris Godwin, I think is, is maybe someone that you could still get for a little bit cheaper. Um, Juju has actually been playing. Okay. He's going to be mm-hmm. relatively cheap as well. There's a few other guys out there that you don't have to pay top dollar for that are really going to help you there in the playoffs. And so just, just get creative and, and look at the options to go, kind of go through the rosters of those non-contending teams and see who you might be able to pick up for relatively cheap and strengthen your team. Yeah, well, I still have you. I mean, let, let's talk. We talked rebuilding a little bit. You know, you don't have a trade deadline. Let's say the 101, which should be points possible. I'm in one old yeah. school league where it's there's a, you know, a consolation tournament for the 101, which I hate <laughs> because the 106, the guy who should get yeah. the 106 gets the 101 yeah. every year. Hate it, yeah. hate FFPC it, hate it. FFPC does that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I now is a time where you look at your roster. So I'm looking at Smash 3, and I got Mike White. So I put him out there. I said, who needs the guy that plays against Detroit this week? Like, this is an opportunity to go out there. I got an offer of a third. I'm like, let's do a 23-2-3 two, two, swap. I know I'm getting greedy with those 23-2s because I have seven of them and ten of the <laughs> yeah, first. Baby. But, hey, I'm still playing with it. I got Jarek McKinnon, right? Jarek McKinnon just boomed 33 fantasy points this week. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey. Who wants Jarek McKinnon? You know, you got Darius Slayton. You got go. like guys like that, that they're just not sexy names. Mm-hmm. But now you can just add a little bit and you can, what we talk about all the time is you can develop that relationship with that guy who's the three seed, you know, yeah. and you're just like, hey, let me give you Jamal Williams in a third for a second and, you know, some other random to- toss in back on your end. You end up looking great to them. You get a situation where you're getting more liquid, you know, and you're and you're moving picks up. And I know I, I've done it so many times in the past where, you know, you talk about that little flip, but 
in Smash 1. I did it several times where it's like, hey, you give player X and a third for a second. Then you give up two seconds for and, and a player for a first. And you move right. that, that what was a couple fringe pieces you don't even need and a Jarek McKinnon. And next thing you know, you get Sean Tucker. You know what I mean? Like you, you just keep yes. adding it together Stay and, active. and you work yourself there. That's right. That's right. And again, even on a contending roster, it's okay to pick up a pick temporarily, right? People mm-hmm. are like, well, I don't want picks right now. I'm contending. What are you even offering me that for? Well, it's a valuable market asset and there's a whole bunch of other teams, again, that are going to be clamoring for those things. So yeah. don't sell yourself short there and Get play with market it, right? assets, play around so, with it. Yeah. I, I, I have the league where I have Cooper Cup, and I'm like, no one's going to give me anything for Cooper Cup right now. I've tried. I'm kicking around. One guy offered me a 23 first and some kick-ins. Instantly, I went to the other teams that aren't in the playoffs, the other five, and I said, what will you give me for a 23 first? Because then I think, you know, Mm -hmm. in in that situation where I could get, let's just say, you know, it's Cooper Cup and Tyler Huntley. Well, hey, do you need a quarterback? I'll give you Huntley. Hey, I, I got a 23 first now. Will you give me you know, James Conner plus, will you give me this? And now all of a sudden you keep cascading it and you can get some value and still put yourself in there. I think so many times, John, someone's like, I have Cooper cup. Nobody wants him. What do I do? I have Debo Samuel. Right. Right. Another tricky one. Cause he's 26 years old going into 27. What do I do? You know, I have like, Ramondre Stevenson. What am yeah, I going to do with dude, that situation? I want yeah. Ramondre Stevenson. That's one yeah, where I'm like, go get him. if I go had James Conner and I'm not in the playoffs and I can flip, Connor for Ramondre Stevenson. He wins, I win, and Stevenson has been fantastic this year. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, Damian Harris is is very likely out of town. I think, mean, you know, do yourself a favor and maybe go ahead and snag Kevin Harris or Pierre Strong if they're available there. But well, Damian what, Harris, if he comes yeah. back, I, I don't think he's in this yeah, week. I don't, but no, if no, he comes I, back next week, you got to, he has had flashes yeah, of being good. Sure. I would be willing to go out there and make a, Offer a third for Damian Harris because Damian Easy. Harris is also a free agent. Yes, who I think he is. could get a nice complimentary role, and we've seen what he can do. I mean, he was winning people championships last year. Yeah, I mean, mainly that Damian Harris won't be returning. Oh no, next I know what season. I knew what you meant. Okay, yeah, and and so I think if you can go to a contender roster and offer them something for Ramondre Stevenson that'll help them out for the playoff run, that's something you you really should be doing. Do yourself a favor there. But on a you know on a roster where you own Romandre, just be careful there. See if you can't find a way to keep him and and still shore up your roster. But you do need to do something. You got to make sure that you're plugging in solid, high floor, mm-hmm. high ceiling running back plays for the playoffs. So yeah, that's a really tough one to see as well. I had a situation where I was trying to get a second round buy, and the guy that I was competing with for the buy lost Kyler. I still had Romandre going. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay, here we go. This is it. I got to get the buy. Then Stevenson goes down. Oh. It's just a crush, or so I'm sitting with the three seed right now, um, and Romandre on my on my roster. So we'll have to see how we play that one out. Yeah, the I think a lot of times you know you're you're excited for that, and this is the time of year where we we want to just relax, right? Like we want to relax with family and fantasy football. Yeah. Don't let that be something that really gets you so worked up over the holiday season. You know, we yeah. got you covered. Ask us. That's we right. will hit you up with the best advice we can do. And I think, you know, John, we're going to continue our, our 2022 
offseason program was phenomenal, you know, and we're yeah, only going to ramp that up this year because of how much more we're invested and, and we've already started talking to some of the guests and, you know, a lot of exciting things at Smash Except uh, that were in mm-hmm. the works right now. But it's like we've put you guys, if you guys have listened, in a spot where you're you're comfortable right now. You should have that roster ready to go one way or another. And you're not just sitting there at the sixth seed and be like, I'm just going to give up my 23 first for, you know, just throw him in there to try to get a, a James Conner and think I can win it. Like still assess your team. So many guys think they, they got that shot because they made the playoffs. Don't just go all in. You know, we've already kind of set you up. John, this was fun. You know, another midday podcast. Just trying to get that out there for you guys yeah. that aren't watching the World Cup. You know, we, we're going to throw it out there and just <laughs> hope that this helped you. I know every situation with Kyler Murray is going to be different. Every single roster. What we like to do is just say, hey, here's some examples. Here's some ideas. And when we pitch them out there, I mean, John and I could do this for five hours straight, you know, without even taking yeah. a break. But we wanted to just give you guys what we have right now. Yeah, and more than anything, like I love that message around. This This is time of year where you do want to just kind of enjoy yourself, relax a little bit. So it's all good. Pour a little bourbon in your eggnog and send us a DM. Let's talk it through. If you're out of the playoffs, the fun just begins. We have months of offseason where we're going to be bringing in analysts, and I can't wait. I mean, I have now published my own rankings deeper than I ever have before into the mid-third round now. Um, go check that out on my my thread at dynasty underscore trades but again i'm going to be completely open to listening to the pros that have been doing this a lot longer than i have i will make adjustments we're going to keep feeding you this info but you know go buy some picks and just use it as entertainment value like i'm I'm learning more than i ever have before because i'm doing this punt and have all these picks now to work Mm -hmm. with and so just kind of enjoy it whether you're in the playoffs or not Uh, But yeah, for sure, reach out to us and we're going to help you with those playoff lineups, the moves you want to make to go get the ship and the eternal glory as well. That's right. I mean, mean, you're that only you're that smash one eternal glory. (laughs) I know you got your tattoo with the logo. You know, he's going to start putting all the trophies down there underneath. Uh, yeah. You know, like it's Hope just to add a second one. I did get the one seed and the buy locked up, but there's some heavy competition this year. Yeah. And so we'll see. I, I got the playoffs in two, four, five, six, ready to go. I got to get me one okay. of them. I got to, I got to yeah, get me do. one of them smash championships, you know, feels so good. Get it, get it tatted on your sleeve. Thanks again for tuning in guys and enjoy the process. Hey, yo.